0: We were eating, uh, Nano and I uh, got together Thursday night after I got off my flight and we did our classic, let's catch up and also bury the hatchet. Uh, Usually just everything we've been feeling about each other after four cocktails in public at a bar. (laughs) And Um, then you go home and bury the
1: hatchet. You know what I'm saying?
0: Okay. (laughs) Oh God. But we had the greatest time. We were talking to uh, the two bartenders at Alacoa which mm-hmm. I really enjoy that little restaurant group. I should check it out. And so I, I just started casually. I was like, hey, like we were joking about some shit because some customers were saying and doing some weird shit. And so when you sit at the bar, you get to exchange knowing looks with the bartender, which is the most gratifying thing in the world where you're like, look at those assholes. You're like, me. I'm you're part like, of the club. The cool, <laughs> right. Right. So then I mentioned the concept of our podcast and they both freaked out and they were like, we love it. Uh, I think I, I got all their info. So I think they're going to come in as a duo, Cute. a guy and girl, both bartending. And then I was looking at the bartender a little bit longer and, I was just like, was
1: it was it Paul Rudd? No,
2: I, I was like, <laughs> no, we had a different bar experience with Paul Rudd in the two thousand. <laughs> That's an old in good New York story.
0: City. Uh But I look <laughs> at the guy and I, all of a sudden I go, "Were you on Hack my life with me?" Stop. Yep, and he's just like. I thought you looked familiar, and we just had this whole exchange. He did this like hilarious undercover segment with us, where he's like, "You guys gave me diarrhea. I don't know what I signed up for." He's like, "You made me go do like the whole thing was how to cut lines, which is like for anyone who's a normal person, cocaine lines. No, 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 like like jump a line, (laughs) cut a line, cut cut a cube. Okay, okay, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, mine's in the gutter. Mine's in the gutter. Have you have you started cocaine since we last? No, I'm still just because she hasn't
1: done cocaine doesn't mean she doesn't. Know the ins and outs of like w- w- cocaine. Oh, yeah, I dealt
2: cocaine life. for a number of years. Well, I was a full drug lord in,
3: in order Chicago. to be a good drug dealer, you can't do your own drugs. That's so, right, that, that makes sense. sense. Don't Go get high on your own supply.
1: supply.
0: Well hey everybody. Welcome to Sidework.
3: I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin.
2: I'm your host, Jocelyn Hughes. Hello.
3: I'm your host, Kyle
1: June Williams. Ola. Uh, I'm your host, Andrea. Uh, table for two.
0: She doesn't need a last name anymore, folks. Nope.
1: <laughs> She's moved to the moving forward. Name. Hosts nope. don't have last names in the <laughs> restaurant industry. Very true. Very true. Um, So great for everyone to be back.
0: Some of us are back on land. Literally, Kyle just got off a cruise ship. Uh, I just returned from the sleet and blizzarding east and midwest. Big mistake. Uh, I've
2: even been to the east coast since we last saw Yeah, you have.
0: Okay. Wow. And then Andrews and Brian are about to take off for uh, Mexico. Bunch yeah, a world We're Go to the mountains first. Yeah. Next
1: week we go to the mountains for a couple days? I'm like oh my that's gosh. awesome. Yeah, I know right. I'm excited about it. But I'm like, do we need chains for the car? I'm kind of like I don't Where know. are you going? Just arrowhead. You might I know.
2: It actually won't let you pass certain places if I know, you don't have chains. Right. So I would buy them as a precaution. Okay. Wow. I don't I know, know
3: if you like, guys know this, but Joss is a mountain woman.
2: Yes. That's all I ever want to do is be on a mountain.
0: <sighs> I mean, they're they're majestic, as they say.
2: I know, but also just like get me out of life and like let me live in a cabin alone. Wow. Okay. Maybe long- with a, like a hot mountain man I'll take. Yes. You guys can
0: come visit. Okay. And a strong Wi-Fi signal so you can podcast in and still be, you oh, know. Oh, hell yeah, great. Dude. Okay. You're allowed to be a hermit. It, it, all the jarred
1: jalapenos a mountain lady could want. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. I do love
2: them on some breakfast
0: talks.
1: But Fire.
0: We're going to talk today about how we have broken our bodies and our brains as waitresses and bartenders over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, come remember,
2: on. Remember my feet?
0: Jocelyn, remember my heels? Yes.
2: What is it called with the thing with oh, the like
0: arch? Pl- not like planter's fasciitis or something. Planter's yeah. fasciitis. Yeah. fasciitis. that what? I had that.
2: I had that night to get acupuncture for it. It's basically like you would go to bed at night and your feet would like retract and like turn oh, into wait. like Wizard of Oz witch <laughs> shoes. And then when you woke up and you tried to walk in the morning, you'd be like, ah, oh,
1: fuck, oh, God. You're like heel spurs, right? <laughs> yeah. Like little nubbins in your heels. So, well, basically
2: it just like ruins your heel and your arch or your foot. And I, I mean... I worked so many hours wearing the dumbest footwear and like
0: I got a little smarter in my mid twenties, (laughs) but not much. And I think that's exactly where we start because I think just the the term that everyone can understand is waitress feet. Waiter and waitress feet, man. First of all, them puppies are barking by the end of the night. And not only do your work shoes reek, you know, I would be in a, a situation where I would kind of rotate shoes so that it wasn't the same abuse from, you know, on the same part of my foot every night. You know, because I'd be like, okay, this one makes my heels hurt. But yeah. then tomorrow I'm going to do the one that squeezes my toes instead. And I could just never find the perfect shoe.
1: I just graduated to, especially when I worked at Buca de Beppo. Um, oh, what? Yeah. Oh, do you guys know that I worked at oh, Beppo? the Bell? <laughs> there we go. Yeah, thank the Buka Bell. The Buka Bell. Because you would by the end of the night like the dish pit floor would just be like covered in like a thin layer of garlicky marinara sauce so mm. on a busy night so you every, and it just the whole place reeked of garlic so it's just like anywhere else you would take those shoes you would get kicked out probably
2: well and they're yeah they're like covered in scum they just stink like yeah they're very what smelly is
3: black always on the bottom of them yes. which I don't
2: even know how that happens probably from
1: buildup of oil for like all over yeah, the kitchen
2: yeah. also shout out to those special muscles you developed as a waitress or waiter, um, trying to maintain your balance on those slippery kitchen floors, Oh my like, God. wearing basically grease boots. <laughs> yeah,
0: grease boots. Like, like literally, if you were going to, f- for once in your life, learn how to properly moonwalk,
1: it would happen in a kitchen. Yeah, on that, like, like a orangey, inner red tile floor because <laughs> they had picked up. The mats because it was the end of the night and the floors are wet because they've been hosed down. It's a lot of right now I'm engaging a non-muscle region sort of
0: area, which is like lower back to stable yourself from it's a core. And really doing it. It's, it's an
1: something. isolated core exercise.
2: I worked at this place, an Italian place, and it was new. We, we opened it and they didn't have the mats yet. And I did a cartoon whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Feet in the air, <laughs> like I was riding a bike, landed hard on both of my wrists, Ooh. and they're still not the same. Oh. And this is
3: this is 20 before years we, later. Before like, we knew about workers' comp, well, nobody knows about
1: workers' comp. Nobody. Whenever when you, you hear a whoop was, whoop whoop noise, do your wrists just like
2: they shrivel retract. up like the Wizard of Oz? Feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like.
1: Rrr. But let's let's
0: let's let's keep talking about the feet a little bit because oh my, my God, for me specifically it has taken almost three years of California kind of open toe high toe box sort of shoe life to not have visible corns and calluses on my toes because mm. I have long Jesus feet you know these these things can write and paint and pick up and throw <laughs> things their hands for feet and <laughs> they so they did when some
2: you- ASL work
0: too right what some oh. signing work right <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. I was thinking of the ASMR. Sorry. I was like, oh, what are my feet just dragging across your face? Foot fetish like, and ASMR fetish. I was thinking like
1: Lou Gehrig's disease.
0: <laughs> AS- oh, yeah. American Sign Language. Uh, yeah, they can. They know the alphabet and they're very fast. And... I mean, I would – it was just like I was embarrassed to have my feet out because of A, pounding the pavement in New York City and Chicago all those years and then being on your feet with completely improper footwear. So my feet were just like – they were first of all just like, don't look at them. You'll go blind. Like anytime it was intimate or embarrassed, even in front of friends. My brother would make fun of my feet and his feet are uglier than mine, man. I wore through soles Mm -hmm. of shoes Mm -hmm.
2: like – you know when people used to keep their shoes their whole lives?
1: Never. <laughs> like, and
2: they'd, they'd go to a cobbler and get them resold. Like that actually is a thing. I had to get shoes resold because I would wear th- <laughs> through the bottom of the shoe. It looked like it was like a, a slope. It would, like, yeah, obviously, yeah. like, tend to whatever way I want. Well, and why but...
3: don't they make, I mean, if you've ever worked in a restaurant, you know that they make the most hideous non-slip shoes for you to wear. Yep. There's nothing fashionable. So a lot of the times you try and bring them with you, but then you have to put them in a plastic bag because they smell like garlic or they're covered in black tar underneath it. But <laughs> um, the they've come out, I guess, with, like, a newer, it's like a, clog looking shoe. Oh, the dance, like dance goes. goes. The dance goes. The dance goes. And a lot of the times I, I see people go. without, you can't go. I can't yeah, go. I also can't, I see a lot of people wear them without socks, <sighs> which to me, uh, uh, I don't know. After, when you're in them for eight hours, hoofing it literally it just feels like it's just not a good recipe i don't know if there's anybody that, out there who could just make some cute converses who didn't break the no, bottom of maybe this is feet. our
1: uh, calling ladies maybe we need to make a really cute fashion line of non-slip you know i shoes. did shoes my
3: friend
2: rachel at uncle julio's hacienda Mm. She's in shoe design. Oh, I'm she,
0: gonna give
3: her a call. Give her we a call. Did she
0: start with purses and move to shoe. Yes, or she, I remember well, she yeah. made, Rachel. they They make
3: super sexy, uh, like cute, um, uh, <laughs> aprons. <laughs> so aprons. you keep Sorry. Sorry. your chest. I know. I keep know, my chest. Chest. Bronze, Looking tops. for the word. Looking for the <laughs> word. For your keys. Aprons. Yeah, there's Pasties. like there's like a whole line of really cool looking uh, aprons for chefs and things like that. So I but we are at the bottom of the totem pole always. So it would be nice if we had shoes that didn't make us look like we had club feet. <laughs> and- sure. Well there's
1: also like do you guys remember the um you can wear your regular shoes but it's there's a little there's a little slip on you put on the bottom of your feet that's like oh, non-slip yeah. like oh, a little yeah like a little no like a tread. I never it, oh okay yeah it's like it's like instant added tread yeah that's waterproof and you I'm put I'm just them.
2: thinking of like the real estate shoes like when you go see an open yes, house
1: and they yes. make you put I mean, those little footies think on think of like, that like, but it's hospital's like hospitals yeah 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 but yeah. it's like plastic form and it, it fits snugly like a shoe condo like a but shoe. then also you have
3: to buy these things mm, that's course. the other thing we're negating to talk about is that like you have to purchase all this wear, and not... then
2: you have to purchase the medical care afterwards.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I used so, to wear
1: cowboy boots, which is a ridiculous too. thing, but it's three. really good for your arches. There's zero traction on cowboy boots, though. No, it
0: was, it was a delicate dance. Yeah, it uh, was ice skating. It
3: gave you support, and it would—they were, you know, your shit-kicking boots. Until Again, it didn't.
2: Working out those fine muscles in your legs and your core. Right. Kind of like a bar workout. Yeah. See,
0: and the thing is, though, there was no visible benefit to my body uh, of working out. It was just always pain. And so when you would get back from a shift, I mean, I would first of all just full on elevate the feet Yeah, lay yeah. down, lay down, kick them up. They like it's that like they After throb.
1: After yep. you walk two miles to get home afterwards. Well, which probably. I would have to do
0: too. Yeah. You know, and then they would like swell. You'd be like, oh, I'm not putting shoes back on tonight. These guys are done. I, when I knew I was like hitting some sort of low point when I
1: soaked my feet like an 80-year-old. Mm. <laughs> Still so, got a tub for it. When I worked at Buka, there, um it was, like, it was like a maze, right? So you would turn corners all the time. There's all these different rooms. And there was wood paneling that ran down the center of the walls and would come to a corner at every, every time you turned. And she'd always have to say corner and around, but oh, like yeah. nine times out of 10. And because I mean, I just run into oh, yeah. shit all the time anyway, <gasps> I was always running my forearms like oh, into no. the corners. So there was always just like scabs and bumps. I might even have like a couple scars because of it. But like, I think all of us had just constantly like, ouch, wham. Brooks like, having a moment. I am currently
0: trying not to vomit from PTSD pain. I'm remembering, would you guys have you ever nailed your knee on a low boy?
3: oh god oh, yeah. behind the bar you
0: bet Oof. oh sweet Jesus when you're like I I don't know if my leg will ever
2: work like the pain the worst is your knees against a like in, behind a bar against the the liquor oh yeah that the metal liquor rail oh. oh
1: that is a killer it'll yeah, stun like you thin, too and it gets you right in the shin yes
0: Shin or under the knee, and you literally are looking at everyone. You can't talk. You. This doesn't have to be restaurant specific. You know when you nail your knee or your shin on a corner, a hard corner, and you're just like, it's like another funny bone.
3: Except you can't stop and ice it. You have to wait tables for
1: another five hours. Going.
3: That's like when you. I mean, my my whole thing is when I open wine. And I slice my my whole That's deep my my finger on the foil. Oh my god. I and have, then I have to excuse myself because I'm bleeding all over the bottle <laughs> of wine. That's happened.
1: I think I told a story yeah. about that happening in Victoria's like, yeah, 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 Service. Yeah. I have foil phobia because oh, yeah. of that. Little. And also because of buka. because like we had there was so much fucking food at this place <laughs> that people buka. would take pounds and pounds of it home. So it had to be packaged up somehow. Buka! Um, <laughs> so we had a whole packing station. That was like sure. chaos at the, end of the night, oh, like probably a giant uh foil, oh the big like foil, foil with the serrated like, like, yeah the like basketball chafing sized dishes meatball. like the big chafing dishes when that was like you had tons of food Well, oh, those are sharp too on the oh edges. my god oh, yeah. Yeah. on the corners when you would go to close them if you weren't careful you would just slice your fucking finger open like I can't even open a tin can today without like wincing oh and god. like having fear it hurts like, so bad <sighs> restaurants are basically made of knives and glass and then and it's always you, like it's yeah. like there's
2: no lighting i mean the no, kitchen's lit no but like out on the floor is no. like minimal lighting oh yeah, yeah if there's like anything. anything wet on the ground yeah, and, yeah. and then know. you're
3: like oh no that's my blood right i um also how you know finger condoms yeah and they're bright blue which is obviously a health concern so you don't you know it's not like skin colored and it ends up in someone's dish, <laughs> uh, in but someone's then you have soup. to walk around with a bright blue finger for the rest of the night. <laughs> it's and and what happens is is that because you're you know like getting into ice and like you're you're sweaty or you're just doing things, it gets you get like um, raisin finger underneath, yep. only, which only makes the cut even deeper and worse. I've had to come home and air out my hands you, entirely. You have to. Like, yeah. it can't
0: be wet like that no. for it to, like, properly heal.
1: Right? <laughs> oh, I'm so have, grossed out. any of you guys ever, like, fallen down on the floor? Yes, like, yes. of course. Yeah? <laughs> that, hundreds of times. I,
0: I have tried to save the tray, and so what will happen is, oh, yeah. like, a, like a, a split you know, sort of move where I'm like, ta-da. And then every muscle in my back has just ripped. And I'm like, someone come get the tray. Why don't we open an exercise studio and it's just like a slippery
2: floor and you've got to carry a tray and make it across. You're going to have like the strongest inner thighs and quads.
0: Does anyone currently okay. still have tar- uh, carpal tunnel syndrome?
2: Yes. I yes. go
0: numb all the time still from being a barista and all of this stupid motion this way, with the, which no one can see. But the like I don't know, 75 pound tray of food and your wrist is just about to snap backwards. And yeah. Like- after
2: I cartoon fell down, I c- still like can't do planks too much. You know, like any kind of like in Pilates or yoga, I start to get really sensitive because I have to go to like fists. Yep. Instead of just Extending my hand. And some yoga places, you actually will stretch. They'll have you do the other way, which will help. But yeah, the damage has
3: been done. It's the carpal
1: done, damage. Folks.
3: Do you also not have a lot of feeling in... Are you that person that can <laughs> in reach into... Um, <laughs> that An too. oven? No, it can okay. reach into uh, a cooler full of ice and fish something out really easily. I'm always that person who's like, I'll grab that at the bottom because I have no feeling <laughs> in my hands from just reaching into ice all the time. <laughs> no? No. Me? I'm the only one? I used cool. to. I used okay. to.
1: No longer. Once again, but I do... Oh, you mean like a cooler... like a full of beer yeah. like at
3: the party and yeah, everybody's yeah. like it's too cold and i'm like i have no feeling because i've I just do it. it depends if i want the for beer
2: i turned into like one of I'll those moms who can like lift a car up because her kids in danger <laughs> i'm like i need that beer <laughs> then i'm like sticking my
1: hand right in uh you're this... talking about carrying like a big the big tray on your shoulder like can we also talk about like how satisfying it is like then you then go grab like the 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 tray holder, and you do that. You have to pop it out yeah. and put it on. There's Bunk. just something very satisfying about it. The Bunk. whole thing
2: was satisfying. I now have that giant is something I've never arms. had to do, and I'm
1: very thankful for As it. As a result, How, the big trays? The big trays. The no no. big trays for this no. one? No, oh. they didn't
3: trust me. I don't oh. have a very oh, good she's equilibrium. Too little. No, I I was tiny. also
0: just imagining your your like absolute tolerance for ice was also going to be a <laughs> follow-up story. It's like because I was locked in a
3: in a cooler for I mean, I have been, hours. I have no been locked in a walk-in me. before. I have been locked in a walk-in before.
2: Oh, I by the way, don't let me forget next time we do this. <laughs> I found in an old notebook this thing I wrote I think to an old restaurant manager like I was like venting in my notebook and I no. wrote this whole thing and I was like fuck you we smoke
3: weed in the cooler <laughs> oh my gosh it's like a dear diary I love that we should ask if anybody's had yeah. if like, anybody can send in submissions to us about like end of the night diary rants Yeah, poetry poetry, slam poetry. the debauchery Music. after the
1: restaurant closes I slam poetry all my restaurant aggression that's
0: right <laughs> Once, once the restaurant closes, I, I go on down to the bitter end in the village, and check, I get on please. stage. Why don't you put check, your dressing check, on the side?
1: Check,
2: check yourself, man. That's all I got.
1: Tickets, tickets <laughs> in my face. <laughs> <laughs> tickets, tickets. Wait, are you ranch. reenacting the, the thing shit. where you fell down the stairs again? <laughs> no,
0: no, we're slamming right now.
1: I, I was trying to slam. Okay, all right, and then you're like, That's a, let's do a whole separate episode of just
0: slams. Or I think they would go eighty-six me. Ooh,
1: I like oh, mic like drop!
3: Like mic drop! I'll tell you what you need on the side, bitch. I can't this find a, a clean <laughs> ramekin. <laughs> or is it ram? I, I can, can. <laughs> Oh, I spent way too many nights at the New Eureka. <laughs> I
1: did. Yeah, and you're like, I'm sorry, ram.
0: I can't
1: no sauce for you this one really needs a facial I get a side of maybe you don't know my life (laughs) because you never took the time to ask me how I was well I ran and got your salad dressing so then you've got all this going on and then you know
0: whether you think mental health is its own other little topic or something but you know just the body the physical damage you do to yourself you then are dealing with anger and stress, which we talked about a little bit. Like we touched on it in the, in the weeds episode, but the the truth is the anger, the stress, the adrenaline, all of this while you're physically hurting yourself, balancing a lot. I I mean, it's such a come down. And this article came out saying, you know, saying that waiting tables is actually more stressful than someone who performs neurosurgery which as much as everyone likes to say, it's not neurosurgery when you're waiting tables. Sure, I get it. But it is actually more stressful because the person who is a neurosurgeon, as they posit, is someone who has spent years perfecting their trade. They know that Behind it all, if they mess up or not, there is still like a fat fucking paycheck to come home to. And so the whole idea, I know, but like the whole idea of you put yourself through this for such small payoff. And right, what it right, right. You don't does, know what you're going to get at the end. Nope. The
1: malpractice insurance is through the roof. Um,
3: <laughs> Someone can't move their right arm anymore. But also, I think that. People say don't take it personal, but there's nothing not personal about your own performance. Nailed it. And for me, I mean, if I had a dime for every time I cried, I wouldn't have to be a waitress. (laughs) Um, Wealthy. Yeah. But it's very it, it makes you feel less than a person or like you're not good at this somewhat should be easy job or you should have known to do this or how could you forget? And a lot of people don't take into consideration that you've been already on your feet for eight hours, that it's not uh, performing brain surgery, that it is actually just a meal. And if you wait five fucking minutes that it'll be remedied and you don't have to bitch so much about it or take to Yelp, you goddamn creep. I have had, Several times said to me, well, if you don't like it, I can find somebody else to do the job, which is the worst thing to hear. It's
0: insane because it's not true. It's like, especially when I think of what you do. No, they can't just find anyone to replace what you do. But they can. They can. They can, but you know what? They would kick themselves just for pulling like a power move like that. Mm-hmm. If if you were really like, okay, do it, bye. You know.
2: But if I can pull out my soapbox for a second, mm-hmm. that's yes. the problem with you this brought it with American. You again? Co- I did. I bring oh it God. everywhere I go.
0: She's two feet taller right now. She's I standing. Am. Wow. I am. I am. very quietly
2: soapbox. stepped up. Um, it's the <laughs> problem with our society, American society in general. Nobody's valued. Nobody's given any worth. Nobody's cared about. It. So it's just like everything's disposable.
1: It's profit, profit, profit. So.
2: You know that we are humans. We we like thrive on consistency and schedule and like
1: positive reinforcement and
2: community and fret like. And when you don't get any of that, it become very it can become very discouraging and really depressing to. Try to
0: fucking keep it, going. It paints your whole life with a certain brush stroke. If you're having a bad stretch at a yeah. restaurant, it bleeds into every other area. And Then you get anxiety when you have you to do. go
3: in you get in your head. then you so know you're hard. gonna be there for eight hours. It's a whole it, it really messes with your mind. I mean, it's really done a huge number on me. I know specifically. I have had many uh, I, I care a lot about what I do and I care a lot. About the work that I put out. Do I, when I walk away from that restaurant, do I never want anybody to know that I work there? Of course. This is
0: a fun article that I did look up, I think written by an actual journalist uh, <laughs> not for a, an actual millionaire. Uh, it, it's not Uncle Joe. No. Uh, this is a, the Tucson foodie. You know, we all read that. And
1: <laughs> it sounds Tucson. like an old
0: timey 50s dance, right? first of all. So <laughs> <The> culinary
2: <laughs> delight, Tucson. Arizona,
0: Tucson, Arizona. All right. So, just to back up everything we're saying, according to Chinese scholars, 2015 research, service industry jobs are some of the most likely to trigger anxiety-induced strokes. Fun. Working in a bar or restaurant requires speed, organized thought, consistent perfection artfulness, training regarding food safety and reactions, and a deep desire to serve. It's a lot to balance.
2: I'm going to go ahead and knock on wood that I don't know any yeah. servers who've died da, of a da, stroke. Da, da,
0: da, da, da. We Jeez might. We. Um, Why are you
2: staring at me, Joseph? I No, I, I, I was just given a whole knock. <laughs> you yeah. looked up. We
0: locked eyes. We locked eyes. And...
2: Andrew looking at her phone.
0: And it, it goes on to say, okay. everyday employees experience mistreatment and even abuse at the hands of the customers to whom they cater. Mm-hmm. No shit. Right? So it says uh, you must feign happiness and look attractive lest you lose tips. It's a performance. Of course. And it's a main source of income for most of us. And such constant acting can be quite a strain on one's psyche, especially in less than ideal workplace conditions. So it's- Yeah,
1: all that can induce air bubbles in your brain. And then <laughs> down you
0: go. Boom. <laughs> so I think I would just like to end on were there any positives? Uh, I-, I did enjoy the cardio. The cash. <laughs> <laughs> I just think if you are out there, definitely this time of year, if you are in like the winter sort of part of the country too, where I felt like every place I went into was at about half-mast with – customers in there so you got the slow shifts happening right now it's dark earlier you're not getting your appropriate levels of serotonin and melatonin servers look after yourself go above and beyond. take care of yourself
2: if you're in a restaurant or a bar be nice to your server man come on man
0: those listening who are just regular customers say something nice to a server i I be kind not creepy. Remember, not say, creepy, no touching. No touching. No touching, no creepy. No
1: touching, no creepy. Exactly.
0: We're going to make t-shirts that say that. Oh, my God. No, uh, no they'll touching. be available
1: No touchy, soon. No, no touching, no creepy. Hashtag
0: Actually, side work. And we're also making the Dish Pig t-shirt.
1: Yeah. We, we have lots of t-shirts. And we're making the shoes. <laughs> don't forget about <laughs> the shoes.
0: Okay, so we're going to read a few more of our favorite hashtag server life, hashtag server problems that we grabbed off Twitter right now. <laughs> Just you want to kick it off with one? Oh, I forgot my meatball. Lady grabs meatball off a
2: plate of my tray with a bare hand and walks out the door. <laughs> Hashtag server life. Hashtag why do I wait tables? That's from page RB. <laughs> I, I, I like- forgot my meatball as if she had made it hours earlier, watched it roast in the oven, and then just... Random happenstance. She raw dogs in. it.
0: She just raw dogs it. Just marinara, no problem. All over my hand. I'm a monster. Then straight into the purse. Can't say I wouldn't do that though. <laughs> meatballs are really good they I only give you meatballs. three these days in the fancy restaurants. <laughs> so I'm not leaving a meatball behind.
2: Go to La Pergoletta.
0: They give you like oh, fifteen I love La Pergoletta. Meatballs. We finally tried it. It was great. It's so, it's
3: so good. good and the wine is so like reasonably priced. I'm all for it. Twos, And we want to
0: take the next one. It's just a fine. It's on point.
3: My body literally hurts worse than old school growing pains. hashtag Serve a life. hashtag Fuck doubles. Dude. I hear you, Heidi Raylin. I hear you loud and clear. It hurts.
0: Well, you would, I would. Uh, I actually had shin splints. Oh yeah. Which oh is, yeah. I, like I had those from being a track runner and long jumper. Yeah. From literally pounding, you know, my legs because I would jump and land really hard. And then you're my... like,
3: oh, I remember this in the form of doubles. Oh
1: god, they came back.
0: There was one of for you too.
1: Okay. Uh, all right. This, oh, good Lord, the name. <clears> yeah. <throat> I, we got to work on this. So, t 0 r us Taurosaurus? Taurosaurus. Sorry. Taurosaurus. Thank you. Um, says, you try serving the general public for 12 hours, then tell me you don't agree with Thanos. <laughs> Hashtag server life. <laughs> Hashtag Marvel nurse. Hashtag Marvel genocide. Woof. Whoa. I like this one. Okay.
0: At uh Annie oh at Annie Body Canada. Like the name Annie. She just screenshotted someone else doing this. I don't know. Maybe she screenshotted a meme. I just really, really liked it. Uh this was coworker colon. Oh my god, text me anytime you need a shift covered. Me, colon, can you work today? Co-worker, Colon. Oh my god, sorry, my uncle's hamster is in town or I would. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I saw a hamster with a cast on on Twitter oh, yesterday, no. oh my and gosh. it made my life.
3: I'm really stoked to have Renee Felice Smith. Hi, friends. Uh, she is a legend slash series regular on NCIS LA. Wow. Uh, she plays Nell, and um, I know all of this about her story arc, her... Her character, not just because I enjoy to watch it myself, but because my own mother is perhaps Renee's largest fan. And when my mom was in. I town... thought she was my biggest fan, Kyle. <laughs> well, that wasn't until. this in my house? I'm curious. That was until Renee took her to set to meet. LL Cool J, which my mom calls (laughs) LL. She's like, what's up, double L?
4: Yeah. She is is, uh, on a first name basis with
3: him. Oh, yeah. She's got a picture with him on her desk. But more notably. More notably. um, You are also someone who has served time in the restaurant industry. Oh, my,
4: have I ever. Uh, Yeah, I'm an alumni of Applebee's, East Islip, Long Island. College, uh, first year, summer of first year. I started up at Applebee's, and I lived to tell the (laughs) tale. How long did you work there? (laughs) Uh, I worked there for about two and a half years, yeah, on and off. Every break I would go back, and then my last two years – no, it must have been three years. So my last year of school, senior year at NYU, I commuted. I was a commuter student because I only had school like two days a week. So I lived on Long Island, and everyone thought I was trying to buy a house – Because I was working so much at Applebee's, my manager was like, "Yo, Renee, what do you what? what, Why are you still here? Like, don't you're like because I went to NYU and they (laughs) stole all
3: my money. (laughs) Exactly.
4: I was like, I was like, the countdown was on to when I was paying back my loans. I was like, I got to start socking it away. Um, But yeah, I guess I could be a little bit of a workaholic. I think that's also just like naturally who i am so that plus applebee is not the best combination no (laughs) corporate lifestyle i want to dive into
0: everything about applebee's good i I just have some questions so um I, i i feel like just just me just me a one or two question or maybe 10
4: um yes please please describe the uniform okay we had a red polo shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, that checks out. Yep. Red polo shirt tucked into uh, the, well, you could go out and buy the pants on your own. And most of us had the express boot cut black <laughs> pant um, <laughs> that was quite flattering. Mm-hmm. Um belt was also part of the uniform you should wear a belt I'm not really sure why because the apron there was just a whole mess happening in the front end they're both doing the same job yeah one or the other bad belt was part of I think I stopped wearing the belt probably six months in I was like fuck this this isn't happening anymore and the shoes the not you know the um the non slips the non-slip shoes, the payless shoes. There are sponsors. you got to strap those on <laughs> before you enter. Um, and those were disgusting. They had like applesauce caked into the bottoms, and I just left them in the back of my car. Did you
1: have actual applesauce <laughs> at Applebee's? I wasn't aware mm. of it. Well, I don't know. You, know, it looked like
4: applesauce. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's on the menu. Uh, it's an off-menu item
0: at Applebee's and <laughs> so I was, I was curious too like if uh, you guys weren't known um, for flair per se like your TJ no, Friday counterparts no. which is which is great totally fine great. but what's Applebee's slogan
1: that's a great question feeling good in the neighborhood is it? I think it's feeling good in the neighborhood. Okay, cool. Well, it's been a minute. It's I'm glad I, know, I that know that now. <laughs> I don't think that that slogan came about until a little bit later Yeah. in, okay. in the franchise. Okay. The chain I think it
4: was it. also your neighborhood Farm friendly grill, grill or yeah. something about your neighborhood friendly something about that. You really had to be friendly to work there. Well, see, that's the thing most of the servers were not friendly at all. Um, We had some real, real special team players that were not happy to be there and didn't put on the Applebee's face. Um, I could really go into detail, but I don't know if I should.
0: You know, I mean, it's so cute when when a corporation is like, we're the happy servers, Florida restaurant. And it's like, "You you can't force that. Right. How, how does that happen? People have had something take a wrong turn in their life to be working at Applebee's.
4: Well, I don't know. I mean, I think here's the here's the thing. I kid. I kid. No, I know you do. I know. But um, a lot of the kids there at that time were real hustlers. And I think that. You know, obviously, we've all been servers and to be a server, you also you you're a natural hustler. If you're if you're not, you're not going to make it as a server. Um, So so, yeah, a lot of the kids who are there are, are like doing cool things today, which
1: is fun. If I might interrupt, I have a whole slew of Applebee's slogans over the years, so it's actually eaten good in the neighborhood. Okay, there it is. My bad. Thank you Um, for that. um, It's a whole new neighborhood is one. That's fun. There's no place like the neighborhood. Good. Um, Good. Get it together, baby. I swear to God. No way. (laughs) Yeah. They've got the baby going too? Yeah, Get it together, baby. Uh, together is good, and I think the newest one and is "See You Tomorrow."
4: Okay, see you tomorrow. Oh, I that sounds vaguely familiar.
1: that's the one that Jace, Jason Jason is the new voice of Applebee's. Yeah, that's did you, right.
4: Did
3: you have like a spiel that you had to do at tables, or was was there any like requirements? Um,
4: you needed to kind of push things. You needed to upsell wherever you could. You needed to... Oh, yes. Okay. This is all flooding back to me. Um, we were really pushing the, like, hard lemonade at one time. Ooh. That was, like, the item of the, like, summer, whatever it was, June, July special. Um, so like if you could get people to buy this goblet of like spiked lemonade, you would get like kind of points, and then we'd see like at the end of the week who wins a kind gift card to Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, who or who just wins a giant spiked lemonade ah. at oh. the end of the week? That was probably what the what the uh, prize was, something like that. Were
1: you allowed a shift drink?
4: No, no, not on shift, but people definitely came in or like got changed and then like went to the bar after the shift.
3: Wow, you'd hang at Applebee's afterwards?
4: I wouldn't. I I'm one of those who like I work at the place but I'm like not really chilling after
3: at after Applebee's. work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm kind
4: of like going home. Um Oh, God, that also reminded me. One one night heading home from Applebee's, I ran out of gas on the side of the uh, Montauk Highway. That was really fun. Oh, God. Like 3 a.m., I was a closer. I had worked my way up, you know, and I was like closing. You work your way up to closing? Oh, yeah, baby. You work your way up because that's where you make that nice, People's nice, party spice. till Applebee's? 2 a.m.? People are eating and drinking till 2 a.m. at Applebee's? Oh, 100%. In New York? I mean, I don't know about out anywhere else, but yeah. New York, we're open till two a.m. Mind We're blown open till two a.m. a.m. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, you wanted to be a closer because you wanted, you actually wanted the half-price appetizer, like crowd. Because they weren't terribly demanding, because half of them were drunk or high kids coming from the movies, kids, you know, Long Island kids just out on a Saturday night by themselves. Um, but it was about the numbers. It was about turning the table over. Okay, how many times can I turn this table over? It's like a little game you play. <laughs> wow. And that's how you make the money.
1: So, to remind m- me and everyone listening, uh, what was Applebee's known for as far as food?
4: Oh, I don't know. I mean, oh, probably the app sampler. Definitely, you're getting one of those babies. Comes on a sweet little basket tray. You're getting five mozzarella sticks. You're getting your boneless buffalo wings, your spinach artichoke dip. Um, You can also, if you're an insider, if you're like a VIP applebee or you can, you would know that you can swap out one item and double and order double of another. So let's say you want double buffalo wings. Great. You can do that. Lose the mozzie sticks.
1: Brooke's writing it down right now. <laughs> oh, I love mozzarella Did you sticks.
3: actually ever see anybody in the kitchen make anything or do they just put it in a microwave?
4: Oh, no. They fry things. You know, they take it out of packaging and pop it in and, you know, I mean, it happens. Yeah. It's happening. It's not fresh. Everything is basically frozen, but... Um, it's safe. It's safe. That's right. You can go into an Applebee's and be completely sure that you're not going to get any sort of uh Dust in your food. I mean, it is so freaking clean back there. Uh, oh, it's wow. so corporate. It's so mm-hmm. clean. They're getting checked all the time. So that's the great part mm-hmm. about Applebee's. Everybody wears the hat. All the line cooks wear the hats and the gloves, and it's just like that's it. There's no option.
1: So yeah, there's nothing worse about a mom and pop place than dusty food. Dusty <laughs> food.
3: <laughs> you then, like then that. Some dust. pops. I came up with <laughs> dust. beard hair. Let me just really
4: <laughs> Sprinkle some dust on top. I um, had to entertain it. Yeah, no, I, I, that's good.
0: I, I found Pop's that. mustache in my pasta.
3: <laughs> Do you have any crazy Applebee's stories about um, like insane customers? Or <sighs> yes, um, <laughs> well,
4: I think one of my favorite Applebee's stories uh, revolves around two of the guys who were working there. It was kind of kind of like the head bartender slash head server he he would kind of pick and choose like when he was going to make the most money he would either serve or bartend so this dude and the expo had this like war going on where they were pranking each other back and forth uh but it was a really friendly war and they were just trying to you know get a rise or embarrass the other person so <laughs> the expo goes into the bathroom and The bartender's like, oh, I have this brilliant idea. Goes and grabs a salad bag and like fills it with just like a bunch of junk, like chocolate syrup and ranch dressing and just kind of takes this plastic bag and shakes it up and uh, heads into the bathroom and reaches over the stall and shakes it out over the stall that he thinks the expo is in. And I just heard this like deep belly, like bear, grizzly bear growl come from the bathroom a patron had been in the bathroom an older man like horseshoe like balding bald head and all of it is just dripping down his face ranch dressing uh chocolate syrup like romaine lettuce just like stuck like (laughs) like a leaf on a freaking windshield to his forehead and he was not happy he was saying some real choice words, and he, he got everything for free that day.
3: <laughs> Did he get fired after
4: that? Um, so that guy, he was really, like, um, somehow immune to ever being reprimanded for real. Every
0: restaurant has that employee that, yeah. Yeah. like, unfireable.
4: Yeah. That's me. That's
3: me. Nice. I am unfireable. <laughs> I'm proud of it.
4: You'll always find a way back in. Oh, I've never
3: been written up once. Everybody in that restaurant has been written up at least once. Wow. I and I have I show up late every day.
4: <laughs> wow. I got into it with this girl one night who ordered, like, uh, the combo, like steak and shrimp you know like the most expensive thing on the menu the surf and, and turf? the surf and turf baby and baby and <laughs> she yes and she claimed that she didn't like any of it and i was like well you ate all of it so it must not have been that bad yeah and she was like let me talk to the manager i don't want you talking to me this way and blah 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 and so i <laughs> i got the manager and he was over there, and and then I came back around. I was kind of, like, circling to see, like, what she was yeah. saying. Of course she's giving him this whole line of, like, no, this was no good. I asked for this to be recooked. She never asked for anything to be recooked, of course. It's a whole thing. And she just knew that it's corporate, and they'll comp it at the end of the, you know, sometimes people know these tricks and whatever. And so I came back around, and I was, like, um, over the... <laughs> Over the manager's shoulder. I was like I, I said I said something like, um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, if it was that bad, then you wouldn't have eaten it, or something like that. And the manager just took me by the shoulder and was like, Renee, not now. Like, <laughs> go to the back.
3: Um and That's funny because you're not a very feisty human. No, but if you cross,
4: there's like, they're being, they're being cheaters. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the principle of it. And I think that's what really bothered me about the whole situation. If she had asked for it to be recooked, that's one thing. You don't like it. You know, yeah. if something's wrong, then it should be fixed. But if you ate the whole thing and you never complained once throughout your meals, then you need to pay for it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Here's a tip. If you graduate from school and you have a shit ton of uh, loan payments coming up, maybe go down and fill out the application at your neighborhood-friendly Applebee's barn Grill. Start to chip away, chip, chip, chip away at those loans. Yeah, baby, yeah.
0: Here's a tip. If you are traveling in and out of New York City, you know, I don't know where all of our listeners are based, but you know what? You're going to visit there at some point and you're going to be stuck leaving out of JFK, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. The cabs, the traffic. I mean, it's like an $80 excursion. If you try and go the Uber, the cab route, it takes so long.
2: Minimum 50 bucks.
0: Uh, it's so much money. Um, just trying to take the stupid A train all the way through the city. Then you might accidentally forget to get the Far Rockaway A train. It's like two different A trains. Boys and girls, you just get the Long Island Railroad from Penn Station I, but you're, you're like, yeah,
1: duh, I know. But You've so. Have you done that? Well, I've I never. have never
0: done that. I didn't live in Manhattan. Yeah, that's I didn't what live I in took to get
1: into your. When I'd come visit you, I would take that train. It's the amazing. L-I-R-R. Jamaica I guess Station. we need to
0: start doing cocaine, bro. Yeah. I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this was new to me. And I think I learned it a little bit later in life, too, that uh, the Atlantic Station of Brooklyn, but that's just not always easy to get to. But Penn Station, I was staying really close to it. $10. You get like a bench to yourself in a uncrowded, quiet, beautiful car. You've got your luggage everywhere. It's so relaxing. It takes 19 minutes stop to direct you or to connect you to the air train, oh, and yeah. then the air train is five. Dream. It, I was there. No stress. No pain. I'm just saying. I, I swear by it. Make it happen.
1: I have. Here's a tip. This one might be specifically for Kyle because we're talking creamy, dreamy dairies. Give it to me. Sensation. Uh, If you mix self-rising flour and yogurt together in equal parts, it forms a dough that can then be pizza dough. It can be bagel dough. You can boil it, and it's like dump. You can make dumplings out of it, and it's also very low calorie, very fat, low fat. Deliciousness.
2: Yeah. Also, if you need insulation for your house, yeah, you that can as spackle well. your house with <laughs> oh. it. Awesome.
1: Um, it is a Weight Watchers secret.
2: <laughs> but Here's a anymore. tip. Here's a tip. <laughs> okay. Stop calling me lady. How about that? Oh, That's oh, a great yeah. one. Can we do that? Can we just all lessen our use of the word lady to each other? For men calling women. Hey, lady. What are you doing, lady? Uh, that's obviously personal.
0: It's personal. But you know what? I'm going to tag on to that real quick, too. And anytime a woman does anything well, she's a badass. Any Thank one, you. Any woman who's good at anything. Right, right. Check out this badass. Check out this badass who can do a job competently. <laughs> Stop saying it. I call it back. It's also very
3: close to bad boy. which was like, <laughs> check oh out God. this bad boy. Oh, I, I miss that joke. Bring Thanks. it back. Okay, so here's a tip. I have always only had secondhand furniture my entire life. <laughs> I don't think I've ever bought anything new ever. And I've been looking at a specifically sized couch for a while and couldn't really figure out to buy it online because you can't tell if they're comfortable. Even the reviews don't really give you a good... So I went to Macy's. I went old school. Brick and mortar, thanks to Andrea. She's the one who gave me the tip. And you could finance a couch. Yeah. Sure I had can. no idea. Oh, yeah. And like, You can pay it off. Yeah. I had no idea. So I can actually have not a bed bug ridden, like. Street couch. Street couch. I mean, I was looking at ones that if you sat on one side, the other end would fly up. <laughs> Or, like, sink down. Those are you- called seesaws. <laughs> were you at a children's park, Kyle? I mean, uh. potentially. I was literally, everyone that I would drive by on the road would be like, damn it, it just rained, or else I'd throw that in the back of Joni. Joni is my car. Ooh. I'm but excited. you can finance
1: a couch. I'm so happy to tip it
3: forward. I know. Thank you. That I was your go, tip. Andrea. But
0: Well, guys, we'll talk to you next week hey guys if you like sidework podcast the best thing you can do is rate and review give us some five stars give us some comments tell us what you like thanks for listening